All right. Well, Becca. John. You know the drill. You know the drill. You've listened to every episode of this show. So, uh, and you're my fiance. So what do you want me to? Yeah. So um, I would like you to do the nagging voice you do of me (laughs) when you think I'm (laughs) nagging you. I would like the world to hear this. (laughs) This is apparently what I sound like. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Ah, start the party, Dan. Oh, no, you got upset online. Looks like you're having a real bad time. Should have just ignored what I said. But now I've got proof that you read it. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> you, just, you just dove right in. Well, you know, look. You had to, it's pulling a band-aid off. You had to get it over. I'll with. give the listeners what they want. Me being a Do they want shit. that? <laughs> well, they want they love examples of me being an asshole. So I think, yeah, I think they want that. Thanks a lot for that, babe. Put me on the spot. That's why you bring me on. That is why we bring you on. Yes. Hello, friends, idiots, and friends who are also idiots. Welcome to your favorite podcast about social media and rejection. It is Block Party. This is episode number 166. I'm John. I'm Stefan, and I'm watching the football game right now, so I'm sorry. I mean, it's 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 a crazy game. What's going on right now? You know? John, you're not watching I mean, watching I'm not it. watching the game. Dan is I, watching you know, it. Because I care about our listeners, you know? So. Tampa Bay just tied it up with like 40 seconds left. They were down 20 to 3. I mean, I guess people are going to know about this tomorrow. This isn't like live. <laughs> uh, yeah. Anyway, sorry, John, you were saying something about the podcast. Yeah. Just how I'm like, you know, I'm focused on it and I care about mm-hmm. the listeners and stuff. Oh yeah. M- me too. Oh. <laughs> he says, as he like looks away <laughs> from the screen, <laughs> are you cheering for a particular team here, Stefan? I mean, I guess the Rams it's, but seeing other teams choke is also so funny to me, even if it results in you know, Tom Brady winning. Yeah. Fuck that. Um, I, th- I think I am cheering for the Rams. They have time to get a field goal here. 35 yeah. seconds left. Second. Right, and 11. Well, well, keep us posted. I'm sure oh, you I will. will. I'll keep you guys. posted. Uh, we do have a great guest with us here this week. You've already heard from her both in her own words and mine. Uh, <laughs> she is my fiance. Can you do the impression again? <laughs> it sounds like my, it sounds like my Marge impression. That's like my Marge impression. <laughs> no, your, your Marge impression is much worse than that. No, it's gotten much better. Come on. Has it? The, what, the, let's hear it. Yeah. Oh, homie. Oh, that's pretty actually, good. That has actually gotten way better. Thank you. Yeah. Can you say anything other than, oh, homie, though? I just think it's neat. Just <laughs> <a> potato. <laughs> all right. All right. Yeah. I mean, that was pretty good. I yeah. will, I'll give you credit. I Thank didn't, you. I thought you would not have any, like, I just thought you would never get any oh! better. Ah! Sorry. Big play in the game that I'm uh, watching still. Who do you want to win here? I, I think just LA, asked him that. Did they have, oh, they have no timeouts left, though. There's ten, there's, there's 10 seconds. They just threw it down to the fucking 12-yard line. Long bong from Stafford. And he caught okay. it. And he caught it. So I think it was Cooper Cup. the ball I couldn't and field goal. Okay, four seconds left. Wow. So it's a field wow. goal from the 12? Yeah, they're really close. It oh, was an insane so, play. So they're going to win. I mean, look, you can't count out touchdown Tom, you know? But, I mean, so uh, you like the Marge impression. I think it's my first good impression. 
Well, I just and think I, I'm just impressed that you've gotten better at it. Like, I just sort of thought that you're like, like if you were, uh, you know, like a, an RPG character, your impression yeah. level was zero and you had no way of like powering it up. Right. Well, it is. It's just practice, right? Like, like, you know, being paid to do it on the stream, I guess, because like the first one, the original one. Yeah. Was you know, astonishing. Really bad. We've played it on here before. Oh, and they, they hit the field goal. Wow. LA is through. Tampa is out. Unbelievable. Oh my God. That, that game was insane. Okay, I'll turn it off now. I'll put it on. Actually, no, wait. Kansas City's playing. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, I think part of it is, again, with Marge, just like saying what she says, right? Like if you do the grumble or the oh homie or the, you know, holding up the potato, I just think they're neat. Well, that's you why know? I ask, because I feel like sometimes with impressions, if you try to go outside of the catchphrases, it can be yeah. harder. It's like I could try it. So I, I need to warm up with a few grumbles and, and, and a couple. I just think they're neats. Um, but then is there anything? What do you want me to say as Marge? Um, uh, <laughs> start the party, Dan. Okay, perfect. All right. <clears throat> Have you done uh, that before? No, it's always John, right? It's, yeah, it's always me. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, a, well, I did it on a bonus episode, I think. Oh yeah, you did. Yeah. One time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Dan is, Dan is taking just a massive bong hit with like Domino's pizza obscuring most of his camera. Like the, <laughs> the lid of the pizza box is up. Oh, I, and then, I mean, that's, that's this just, looks, he, Dan does look like he's an extra in pineapple express right yes. there where the, <laughs> the shot it. would just come yeah. in on Dan sitting on his couch. Yeah. With a big cloud of smoke and a Domino's box visible. He must love recording remote because he doesn't do this at our house, obviously. No, nope. Can you imagine if he brought his like little dab <laughs> machine or whatever? I mean, I would if John allowed we it. We accept Dan <laughs> how he is. I would not okay. allow it. So <clears throat> I know. Right. So let me let me get a few warm up marges in here and then I'll and I'll do uh yeah, start the party down. <clears throat> oh homie. Homie. Oh homie. I just think they're neat. Okay, I think I'm ready. <clears throat> start the party, Dan. Not okay. bad. A little bit too much there, but not yeah. bad. Thank you. That was pretty Thank good you. overall. Yeah, Becca, you don't really have any impressions that. <laughs> Can you do an impression of think. John? John says I'm really bad at. Okay. Do an impression my, of John after he's one? let in a John my... lets in a bad goal in NHL. Do an impression <laughs> oh, of John. Well, our leather couch is not nearby because it's really just him <laughs> slapping the couch over and over again. Um. <laughs> John gets really mad at my British impression because I can only I can only say one thing and, <laughs> and it's, it's not good. Piss off. <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing I can do. Really. And you used to really, I mean, you you sometimes will really accentuate. You'll be like, peace off. Yeah. What? Oh, that was oh, that was piss off. I thought that was piece of. No, no, like piss a piece off, of something. But that's how piss she'll off. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Oh, okay. Yeah. I'm getting better though. I think because I changed my Siri to be a British lady. So I'm oh, spending a lot of you. time with it. Yeah. yeah. But I can still okay. only do piss off. Although you like my Tim Allen grunt. It's getting You're, better. Yeah. So, I mean, we've talked, I think I talked about this on the show, but yeah, Becca would originally was like trying to grunt and okay. it wasn't going super well because like I said, she couldn't get the grovel, you know, cause you're going to have to have that. Like, uh, you have problems with that yeah. too, Stefan, where you have to get do, this yeah. sort of like, uh, like you have to get, if you don't have that sort of grovelly thing in your throat, it's very hard to do. But Becca has been practicing and she's actually getting like, not too bad at it. All right. You have to go first because I mimic it after okay. you. Duh? Okay. Duh? <laughs> 
I don't have the deepness. No, but I think all things considered. That was good. That was good. good. It takes a couple tries. Yeah. That was good though. Yeah, the first one you didn't get the gravel, but that second one you got the the second one you got it in there. Well, also, uh, when Becca and I first started dating, I realized that, and this was one of the funniest things to me on earth. She didn't know how to do a raspberry. So like like a like she didn't know how to do that. Yeah. So yeah. I had to teach her how to do it. And, but she'd at first she couldn't do it. So she'd just be like blowing air out the side of her tongue. So it'd be like, yeah. And I'd be, and I was just like, yeah. I'd be losing my mind, but she can you do, do one now. now though, Becca? Yeah. Well, in elementary school, we had to try out for different instruments and they had us try like the mouthpieces of different right, instruments. And, to, and I couldn't do like the trumpet, the, the, it's hard. Tuba, the, like, yeah. But it's now just blowing into it. Okay, wait, you do one? I got to mimic it again. <laughs> <laughs> hey, okay, there we go. Now, what about armpit farts? Mm. I used to be able to do armpit farts, but I don't think I can anymore. Mm. I don't I think I got the suction. Mm, that's pretty good, Stefan. I yeah, can't, I can't really hear it. I think it's because I got you, too much hair in my armpit now. Oh, I think it, yeah. was, it was sort of but a you get key like the when, perfect like, cup in there as well. Right? Yeah, like I used to yeah. be really good at it, but not anymore. Yeah. Yeah, those People sort of fell off. I guess as we got older. <laughs> Why wouldn't they love listening to this? Okay. You yeah. think people wouldn't like this? The armpit farts? Yeah. They'll like it. Uh, yeah. Okay. I think, I think people having would love you it. on sort of outweighs the nasty stuff that I'm going to do on the episode. So Fair enough. Yeah. That's probably true. Not but too you- nasty though cuz my dad probably listened. Oh yeah. Okay. He well, doesn't listen to the show too often, but I think he he said he listened last time. He listened you were to on, Tony right? Hawk. Yeah, I know that. Okay. Yeah. I don't think he listened last time I went. I think I told them not to. <laughs> I think we talked about cum and piss and what else Probably. would be new yeah. about yeah. that? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I we wanted to ask Becca. About, go ahead. Mm-hmm. No, no, you go. No. Okay. Well, I was, this is going to lead us down a big wormhole, though. So I want you to get your thing out of the way. No, no, we're good. I'm good. Oh, okay. That's fine. Yeah. All right. Fine. You're, I think you're just being polite. You're showing off in front of Becca. <laughs> Uh, I was going to ask Becca how how far into The Witcher Three are you? Because you've been you've been playing it. Oh, here's the thing. I think I'm close to the end of the main story, but okay. I think I've really fucked up in the order that I've done things. So did you, did you end up like failing a lot of quests that you didn't know you would fail? Kind of, but I think I failed some pretty key ones um, in terms of the ones that get you access to like the hornier scenes. Yeah, because I, oh, I told Becca when she was playing yeah. The Witcher, I'm like, yeah, you're going to get... Because we've been watching the TV show as well. Mm-hmm. So Becca had some familiarity with the characters before. But so Triss like, is not yeah, that you... big in the TV show, is she? Or is she no, bigger in the second uh, season? Not, uh, she's yeah, in the second season. in the season. second season, but yeah. still not that big a part of it. But yeah, I'm like, yeah, you'll get to bang Yen. You get to bang Triss. You get to go to like whorehouses. And well, bang. you don't want to bang both of them because... No, exactly. Because then it ends yeah. up in a bad situation. I know that. Yeah. But I just told Becca this and then she was like about you know, a couple weeks after she started playing the game, she's like, I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I haven't, I haven't banged anybody. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's on you, dude. So I'm almost at the end. And I was like, this is so weird that I Uh-oh. haven't really had the opportunity to bang anyone. Like I banged, what's her name? Kira Metz. Yeah. Yeah. And then I went That's to the like, tutorial on having sex in the Witcher game, basically. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then I went to like a bathhouse and like paid a woman. Okay. But nothing has happened with Yen. Nothing has happened with Triss. So I Googled so you didn't, it. So you didn't go to the lighthouse with, with Triss? No. So I Googled like what missions is it supposed to happen in? And they are showing up in my quest failed. So I must have just missed them. That's the th- So if you go through like the main story missions too fast, 
I think I fucked up. It just cuts off access to a bunch of... So yeah, you're not... So you're going to end the game... Don't tell me. Don't tell me. No, I won't. You could still get a good ending, I think, but... But like a good ending where I end up with one of them? Or I've just totally blown it with both the women? You can still get a good ending overall, sort of, depending on... So how far... Where are you right now? Uh, We're about to go into what I think is the final battle with the Wild Hunt. Okay. So where where are you, though? Like what, what area? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Cause I just, so you, you're done with, uh, the, like the Witcher fortress. Yeah. Yeah. I've done that battle. Like the wild. Okay. Oh, I don't want to spoil. Uh, I guess it's, it's a game. It's like, it's been out for, been out so for years. Okay. So here, Witcher three I've, spoilers ahead. Okay. I've done the first battle that happened at like the Witcher fortress against the wild okay. hunt. That's yeah. sort of like mid main story. Yeah. And now we did all this prep for like the big battle against the, the head wild hunt guy. And I'm like, on the boat heading into that when okay, I Okay, so you like you morning. climbed the you climbed Bald Mountain. Mm, I don't know. The big tree. Uh Stefan, I have hair. I Very rude have, of you to say. Wow. I don't know. I think I that's what I'm saying. I think I fucked up and I just like I kept going with the main quests and didn't okay, do wait, enough what, of the what happened? What quests. happened directly after Kaer Morin? I don't know. I like went because there's so it's the map is so overwhelming to me as someone who is new to playing like open world games like this by far is the most overwhelming map. There's so many Mm -hmm. question marks and unknown spots and different things that you can do that I would like I would do part of the main missions and then I'd go spend a couple hours and just like investigate like the question marks and the monsters nests and that kind of stuff. So I truly don't remember because I think I did everything out of order. I feel like you would, I just don't, I don't want to spoil it for you. I feel like you would have remembered the mission directly after Kaer Morin with, with Geralt and Ciri. Mm, I don't know. I know you go with the like elf guy into all the different dimensions and there's all these like, is it possible to skip things? the mission? Do you know what I'm talking about, John? I don't remember. I, I okay. played it like three can years I, I'll ago. Just say so. this. I don't tell, think it's gonna... You can tell me because I think I'm like really close to the, finishing the game. The crones? Did you fight the crones? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. That's what I'm talking. Yeah, and then you fight the guy on top of the mountain. Like that the, doesn't he's ring got, a bell. He's got all the he's got like all the su- uh, succubi surrounding him. It's like oh, the big yeah, wild yeah, hunt yeah. guy. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I just I just finished that now because I'm like replaying it for the third time. And are you do you do all the side quests? I do a lot of them. Yeah. So like I'm I think I'm a little over leveled to where I'm supposed to be. like I'm like level 31, I think right now. OK, I'm like 35 and I'm heading into the end basically. Yeah, which I think is I think is right. Do you have the DLC as well? Are you going to play the DLC? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I don't know anything about it really, but I've seen those quests pop up like beyond level thirty-five. Yeah. I think I only did Hearts of Hearts of Stone is really good. I think mean, they're both really good. I haven't finished the second DLC, but Hearts of Stone is a lot of fun. Both but of the DLCs you, are good. I did yeah, them last are, time. Are you finding it like because I when I was getting back into the game, I was like, oh yeah, I forgot this is actually like pretty difficult. Like what what level are you playing it on? The easiest that you can. So okay, there's yeah. still like yeah, there's still combat. It's not just like narrative, but it's yeah. like easier. Yeah. Right, right. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. I, well, I can't, spo- I don't want to spoil anything for you, but, um, yeah, how's, I'm, how's, how's your relationship with Siri? It's good. I think every time okay. there's an option to like, let her be more independent or blah, blah, blah. Okay. I go for that. Yeah. Okay. And good. Becca changed her voice into a British lady. So it's actually been going really well. <laughs> is she British in the game? That was I guess earlier callback because her to name your, is your Siri. Siri. Oh, okay, yeah, okay. but she is British in the game, also. I think, yeah, is okay. she? Yeah, she has. Are like, they she has all? Like a British accent? 
I feel Geralt like yeah, isn't. they yeah they kind of go for that, but it's not clear. That I mean, this is Charles taking Dance is 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 the emperor, right? Yeah, uh, Tywin Lannister. So, um, okay. Well, I'm I'm glad but, you're having fun with it. Yeah, no. If it you is have any Brit- more it's, questions, it's like you know. British, just in the sense that it's like a medieval-ish show. So I mean, it's like, more yeah, everyone has to have I guess. A, it's, it's I know, Polish, yeah. really, but no. But I just mean like yeah. as far as like watching the show and stuff, they kind of have British-ish accents because yeah. it just seems like that's what they do for. Old. Yeah, I like, I, I know really I talked forgot. about it on the show before about watching the. <laughs> Sophia Coppola, Marie Antoinette just like blew my mind. They just gave them all English accents. It's like, this is literally about French, like the French royalty. Oh, yeah. The the movie that does that the best is um, I'm Marie Antoinette. It's very weird. (laughs) The movie that does that best is uh, The Hunt for Red October. If and I'm assuming Beckett, maybe you've seen it. No, no John, you have not seen it. It's a great movie. I know it's based on a Tom Clancy novel. It's got uh, Sean Connery's in it. Alec Baldwin, young Alec Baldwin. Okay. Is Denzel uh, in it? No. No. Um, Sam Neill's in it. Okay. Um, uh, f- what's his name? Um, from, uh, oh, Tim Curry's in it. Oh, cool. Uh, okay. Yeah, there's there's some big name actors in it. Uh, Stellan Skarsgård's in it. Uh, but they do a really good thing where it starts out when you when you first meet like the Russians uh, and it's like Sean Connery speaking in like a Russian accent. It's like kind of Scottish and you're like, Oh fuck, are they going to do this for the entire movie? But it's like, it's like a few minutes. And then he goes back to his, cause he's like the captain. He goes back to his like quarters with another guy and he's like reading a Bible verse. And when he gets to a word in the Bible verse, it's the same in English as it is in Russian. And I think the word is Armageddon. It switches to English at that point. And so he can just like talk, like Sean Connery, which is like, you know, he's got the very thick accent, but you're like, oh, okay. That's like a clever way of doing it where it's like, they don't have to, they can still kind of put on Russian accents and stuff if they want, but it's also like, you get that they're talking in Russian, right. but for the viewer, it's Sean Connery talking like Sean Connery. So I, I did like that, but you guys should watch that. I mean, are you planning on watching anything tonight? I mean, we won't be watching The Hunt for Red October, I don't think. Yeah, probably not tonight. We, <laughs> I think John's talked about it, but we're- No, I haven't. No, no, I just mean like our movie watching over the pandemic. Oh, yeah. We've, so been we've been doing a lot of like 90s teen yes. right. movies. We watched a yeah. bad one last weekend. Waiting with Ryan Reynolds. It was so oh, bad. Yeah. Awful. That has, that has some like really rough stuff in it, right? Real, uh, it's got, yeah, well, or is it just some, like. He's like in his 20s and yeah. they're so light about the fact that he's hitting on all these high school girls and there's all right. these jokes about him like going for high school girls and it's just so casual and it's just like, what the f- fuck was going yeah, it's on very in weird. 2000 like he's like uh yeah the 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 hostess at the restaurant is 17 and she's like but my birthday's in two weeks and then like the whole plot line is like him like trying to be like oh like i can wait two weeks like i'll you know oh i, I can make wait, it that's, that's like what a- the waiting thing because I, I haven't seen yes. it so, like he's waiting for an underage girl to turn 18 to turn 18 it's like oh. yeah it, but so it's, it's, but they're also, also like, he's also waiters. a waiter yeah and they're like, all sort of there's like all the main characters are sort of like waiting for something like justin right. long is sort of the protagonist and he's like waiting to make a decision on his future and like it's just like all that kind of thing but yeah and then oh, man. like the manager is played by david keckner and uh um, right he is yeah i mean he's way older than ryan reynolds i'm guessing he's playing like a 40 year old in this and he's also hitting on the hostess as well and trying huh. to like 
And then she invites him to a party and it's like the wrong address or whatever. But he's fully like going to this party. Like I'm going to yeah. sleep with this. Uh, They're very like casual it's, about. It's very weird. It's even in the description of the movie. Like right. when you look at it on Netflix, it's like, oh, Monty's like trying to hook up with underage girl. Like it's yeah. like just part of the movie description, which is like so strange. But it's like a, it seems to be a theme in a lot of the movies of that era. Yeah. It was so fun. what are you guys, what are you watching next after, after waiting? Oh, good question. What did we talk about? Josie and the Pussycat? Yeah. That would be a good Josie palette and the cleanser, I think. A lot that of that people nice. say how good that is. I never well, saw it. The music in that. I never saw it are either. You, are you guys serious? You guys are going to love it. I, I remember liking that movie a lot. And the music is, is genuinely like really good, like pop punk kind of. Like yeah, it's, that's yeah. what I've heard. Yeah, maybe yeah. we'll watch that tonight. It's I, the girl who's in Mean Girls, right? She's like one no, of the- it's the girl- uh, It's Rachel- Rachel Lee Wood, Cook. It? Rachel Lee Cook. Yeah, From yeah. She's All That. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's the main. Yeah. She's Josie. Yeah. Yeah, no, it was it was just weird too, because I think I, I we've just sort of like a lot of the jokes, like I'm sure if I watched it when it first came out, I would have thought parts of it were funny. Like I would have had yeah. laughs. Yeah. And I didn't laugh once. Like no, I didn't laugh the whole time. It was so bad. And it's weird too. Like we've watched like Road Trip, which is a mm-hmm. movie I remember laughing a ton at when I watched it originally back in like 2001 or two. And like that, I didn't laugh at at all. Scary movie too. Like I saw scary movie in theaters mm-hmm. and it's like one of the hardest like I laughed the almost the hardest at that of like any movie I've ever seen. I mean, I was like 16 or whatever. any non jackass movie, probably. Yes, exactly. Like yeah. I just say at the time, like when I saw it at the yeah. time, that was like the funniest movie I'd ever seen. And then Becca yeah. and I rewatched that and it was like, oh, yeah, God, like it just well, I guess so it's just it, the style of comedy hasn't aged well or something, no. but it was just mm-hmm. it's weird to just not laugh at all. Where well, like, they also this is a don't movie make, I laugh they at. don't make movies like that anymore. Like they literally don't make movies like that anymore at all, right? Like yeah. they're, they're they don't make teen sex comedies anymore. As far as I mean, I'm not I wouldn't know. I'm not <laughs> looking for them. But like I feel they just don't make mid-budget movies like that even, right? Like a movie that costs like 10 to 20 million dollars like and then makes like that just doesn't happen anymore, especially comedies. So Are they still pushing out American Pie movies though? Probably because it turned be like into the like only thing. it turned into the sort of like national lampoon yeah. kind the of like, the last like the last like mainline one was American Reunion I think yeah which that that was fine I saw it in theaters it was fine yeah did we watch that one uh, no we haven't watched it we no. still haven't watched the third one either American yeah. Wedding um, which are was we, also uh, not are, too bad are, either are we, so here uh, here's a question for you like I'm I'm boosted up now. Are we still, do we still want to go see Jackass in theaters? Oh, I'm ready. I'm ready to get the Omi for Jackass 4. I I, seriously, I I need to see that in theaters. Oh yeah. No, we're going. We haven't been to a theater since 2019. Oh, really? Yeah. So we went, uh, we went when they first, when they first opened up again and they were like doing distancing and stuff. We went to a a few movies and it was, uh, uh, it was good. But like, I, yeah, I mean, I really want, it's coming out in like, it's like three weeks. I think it's, uh, when is yeah. it? Is it We've waited February fourth. February fourth. That's it's like no, that's it's like ten days away. Yeah, oh my god! It's soon. Yeah, no, we're going. We're definitely going. Are they? Um, sorry, I was gonna say, are they still doing concessions here in BC? Because I know in Ontario, it's like this whole thing where the movie theaters open, but you can't buy popcorn or a drink. Ontario is really weird. I think. With, I think with you can, can here. I'm pretty sure the rationale. I mean, yeah. we've been going to the like to to the VIP theater where they like bring you the food to your seat and stuff. Yeah, I haven't and, like, done that either. That's what we should yeah. do. Oh, the, the Brentwood theater is insane. It's like the, there's like heated seats. It's just like massive, like armchairs. Um, yeah. I mean, the tickets are like, you know, 
ten dollars more or whatever, but like you might as well just yeah. Do oh yeah, that. let's do it. Yeah. Um, okay. So there have been five American Pie presents movies. There's the Naked Mile. I know that's one of them. Yep, the Naked Mile, Band Camp, okay, uh, Beta House, okay, the Book of Love, yeah, and Girls Rules. So, but those are ones that like the main cast is not in. No, they're not in. So, well, so you, they're you, all. Uh, what's his name? Eugene Eugene Levy is in all of them, probably. <laughs> He's in a couple of them, I think. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah, he does appear in all of them except for Girls and Jennifer, Rules. Jennifer Coolidge is in a, a few, I'm sure. <laughs> she rocks. Yeah, yeah. So they. Uh, so what it looks like here? Uh, well, I'll just go through them quickly. So band, and they're all. It's all brothers of Stifler, you know, because we got a so right. band camp. Uh, 2005, Matt Stifler wants to be just like his big brother, making porn movies and having a good time in college. After sabotaging the school band, he gets sent to band camp, where he really does not like it at first, but then learns how to deal with the people there. So I like that band camp is sort of standing in for like boarding school there. Like, ah, you destroyed all the trumpets. Now you have to go to band camp. Not really. So, have you works. seen any of these, like the direct to DVD ones? Uh, Bandcamp, I've seen like half of. I think it was okay. on TV once and I watched it and it was not great. And it's the same actor who plays Stifler's little brother in, in the, the American actual. Pie ones. Yeah. Right. My, okay. My most cringe, like teenage crush was Stifler. Stifler? Yeah. I mean, Stifler, Sean, not, not, Scott. not Sean William Scott, but Stifler. Well, like, yeah, I guess so. Like, I'd watch the movie and be like, I get why he gets so many girls. Right. Because like, you want to get railed. By Stifler. Well, I was no, I was fourteen. Or well, <laughs> but at fourteen. Also, I was thinking about having sex. Well, anyways, hi, Dad. Um, <laughs> that's not a big. That's not a big deal. <laughs> but like, hey, I Sean, look Sean back, William Scott is a good looking guy. Oh, he's too. a great looking guy. But I look back and I'm just like, why? Like he was so gross to women. It was just like I just wanted to be treated like shit. Apparently, at right. that age, yeah. I also loved like Kelso from that '70s show. Like those were my two ideal. So boyfriends how did you end up with me? This friggin' wuss. Because you're equally as hot. Well, uh, wow, thank you for. You think I'm equally as hot to Sean William Scott and Ashton Kutcher? Yeah. I mean, babe, come on. Yeah. Wow, that is. You ended up with uh, the Shermanator. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. that's obviously me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You're the John is who is I'm, who is John? I guess you're you're Jason Biggs a little bit, right? Yeah, probably. I'm like Jason Biggs if he was like 10% of Oz because like I'm good. I was always like good at sports and stuff. Right. But the sports yeah. were curling. So right. Well, you mean too, Oz, the, the prison show on HBO? Yes. I, yeah. Okay. With like 10% of Oz. I'm like yeah. constantly hanging limp dong. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, there's the Naked Mile uh, mm-hmm. when Eric Stifler, so another Stifler brother, a different gets, a, brother? gets a free pass to do whatever he wants from his girlfriend. He and his two best friends, Ryan and Coos, head to see his cousin Dwight for the Naked Mile and a weekend they will never forget. Okay. And then Beta House is Eric and Coos start college and pledge the Beta House fraternity presided over by none other than legendary Dwight Stifler. But chaos ensues when a fraternity of geeks threatens to stop the debauchery and the betas have to make a stand for their right to party. Sounds horrible. Yeah. Then Book of Love. This one sounds the worst. Three new hapless virgins discover the, quote, Bible, a sex manual hidden in the school library at East Great Falls High. Unfortunately for them, the book is ruined. And with incomplete advice, the Bible leads them on a journey to lose their virginity. (laughs) 
God. You guys want to guess at what some of the ruined sex techniques are? I bet you there's one about like saying the alphabet when you're going down on someone. Oh yeah, that's always but, a good one. I'm trying to see like if we can fucked uh, it up somehow. You have to find a list of this. I'm trying. Well, I'm just trying to see if I can some examples of of the advice from the book. I would actually just be interested on oh, that on just like a uh, personal okay. level. Guys, look, this is. I'm, I'm going to tell you, you're not going to like this sentence I'm about to read, mm. but I'm going to do it. At a high school basketball game, Rob is again unable to tell Heidi how he feels. Following a page in the Bible, Rob and his friends visit a very experienced Canadian prostitute. Lube misread the entry, which was written in 1975, and the friends are disgusted to meet the now elderly Monique, and she dies while performing fellatio on Rob, (laughs) and the panicked boys drive home. No. Who who was playing her? Because I feel like it's going to be a character <laughs> actor that we've heard of. Oh, maybe. Let me look here. Uh, uh, Monique. Why did they have to be a Canadian sex worker? I don't know. I'm just reading what the <laughs> Wikipedia says, Becca. Oh I don't know. Okay, American This, this Pie is the Book of Love. The Book of Love, yeah. Uh, the Book of Love. Let me see who plays Monique here. It'd be awesome if it was like Celine Dion. <laughs> uh, I, I just love that one of the guy's names is Lube. That's really good. Okay, let me see here. Um, let's see here. Oh, Monique. Brett Michaels is in this. Of course he is, <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, Bug Hall is Rob. What was he in? He was um, Alfalfa in uh, yeah, that's Little right. Rascals. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah. uh, Okay, sorry. I've got to find Monique, uh, played by Giselle Lavande, and doesn't have a Wikipedia profile. Oh, so she's French-Canadian. Okay, all right. Or, sorry, doesn't have an IMDb profile, but I'm noticing a couple names down. Uh, Guido Cocomelo is in this and I did a show with him at, uh, just for laughs. He was on homegrown the year I did it oh <laughs> in Montreal. God. Dustin Diamond uh, is in this as well. Oh, good. All right. And Kevin Federline. Kevin Federline. Yeah. Good Lord. Did Dustin Diamond die? Yeah, he oh, did. He ended yeah. up being a bad person, oh, right? Oh, most certainly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. And he One had most- the sex tape where, um, he got poop on his dick. Yeah, no, it was not. Oh, I forgot your dad might listen to this. I'm sorry. Oh, that's okay. As long as it's not about me. (laughs) Okay, it's fine. It's okay if it's about Dustin Diamond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, American Pie Presents took 11 years off, and then they returned with Girls Rules in 2020. So the other ones were all in rapid order. 2005, 2006, 2007, 2009. 11 years off, Girls Rules. And it sounds like it's very similar to He's All That. It's just a gender swapped version American pie. Of- it just says it's senior year at East Great Falls. Annie, Kayla, Michelle and Stephanie decide to harness their girl power and band together to get what they want in their last year of high school. OK, I don't think we'll right. be making our way through. I, mean, I would watch the 2021, the 2021 with all girls. Maybe there's something there. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know. It sounds interesting. what, what is perhaps. actually next for you guys in the uh, on the list of movies. I don't know. John's keeping a list on his phone. It's funny. We can do Josie people, and the Pussycats next. I mean, we don't really have. Oh, right. Uh, right. People yeah. make fun of John for not having seen a lot of movies. But like, as we've worked our way through these during the pandemic, he's seen way more of these than I have. But I was also well, a lot younger at that age. Yeah. yeah. I want um, an update from Dan on how his pizza is. Can we get a yeah. pizza check? I, oh, he's also got, it looks like he got some cheesy bread, maybe. Or Cinestics. I got some cheesy bread, yeah. Oh, see, I've made that mistake before because it is like the first bite of the cheesy bread is so nice. And then you got the pizza as well. Um, but like, 
then you sort of realize like, oh, this is like actually just like too much. It's more the, pizza. The cheesy bread. Yeah. The cheesy bread is just basically like another pizza, pizza essentially like minus sauce. the sauce, but you can dip it in the marinara sauce too. Right. So like it, it is, is so weird. Good, it is kind of weird that those two foods got paired together because they're so similar. It's just like a different version of the same thing. Right. Like yeah. It's, yeah, it's just without but, sauce, but then you still dip it in tomato sauce. So can I say I really, I really do want some Domino's now though. And I know it's just like such a bad idea and I just yeah, can't you don't do want it, that. but like, Oh, but it is, it's the best of the, and we talked about this. It's the best of the fast pizza change. I, I don't I agree. Think. It's, okay. Becca well, likes pizza hut. Pizza hut is my favorite greasy, you know what? shitty pizza. I don't, I don't hate pizza hut. I've never ordered it, but it's like, it was always pizza. Hut was always like the birthday party pizza. Oh yeah. Or the, or yeah, the, it's the a nostalgia pizza. thing too. Yeah. That's true. So I think that's part of it, but like, I this, got, it is good. You know, I got really the into the uh, the pizzones for a while when they did those like that was calzones. the calzones, right? Yeah. yeah, I got really yeah. into those for a bit. Um, so yeah, Girls Rules American Pie presents as three point eight out of ten on IMDb. Ooh. Um, Floated Two gives us this review. Even uh, even so, as a film, there are many cringe and forced comedy moments. While nothing is funny and things are over the top, everything is utterly predictable from the beginning to the middle to the end. Also, unlike the other American Pie films, there isn't any nudity. So there's also that. So I feel like this is like the the Lady Ghostbusters version of American <laughs> Pie. And it's so funny this guy imagining. Was like, At least give me some some tits if the it's, movie's bad. It's so funny because like Ghostbusters obviously has like a big fan base and like, you know, it's it's just very funny imagining like the Lady Ghostbusters style reaction, but to American Pie. Like that's not what that's not the heart of American Pie. That's not what American Pie is all about. Like just like a bunch of like hardcore American pie fans. I mean, that's basically, that's an example of it, I think to a degree, but I, I do wonder if there's like, like YouTuber psychos out there who are like, cause there's, there's a guy, um, I know like Jesse and DB have, have talked about him on, uh, on YKS and we've talked about him on, on golf Kings. I think it, he's just called ghostbusters news. And he's just like, he is obsessed with ghostbusters. Um, and I wonder, and he's got a YouTube channel and he's like, I think there's a video of him reacting to the latest trailer for Ghostbusters afterlife where he's like crying. Um, and it's just like, okay, I wish on. I liked anything that much. I know like like a movie trailer. Yeah. But it's like, is there a version of that? But for American pie, like I really do. I want that guy to exist. I mean, probably it's gone on this long. They must have some hardcore fans. I mean, I can go look at some of the user reviews again and see, but the, the one, it was really funny. The, one of the user reviews was really great. The person was like, I haven't liked any of these movies. I didn't like the original and I didn't like any of the sequels. Watching all the directed and I was like, DVD Why ones. Was so you didn't like American Pie, the original one, or any of the sequels. I mean, you could argue American Pie 2 is even better than the first one. And then, you know, and then they're like, ah, you know what? I'm going to watch American I'm going to stick it out. You know, one of these I'm going to, one of these is going to break through for me. And then I'll, I'll retroactively like all the other ones that I wasted my time watching. Oh my God. That's so good. I think honestly, the closest I've gotten to crying during a trailer was the Jackass 4 trailer. Um, Just from happiness? Oh my God. I, I've never been more like, I know. Well, no, you know what? I'm not setting myself up for disappointment because it is going to be the best movie of all time. Like I, I am so excited for it. It's going to be incredible, you know? Like I, I didn't see the first one in theaters. I did see two and three in theaters multiple times. And it, it's just legitimately the best movie going experience of my life. And like this one is just going to be, I'm going to take my dad to see it. Like it's just, it's going to be great. John, you're going to take your dad to see it. 
Oh my god! Jackass? Can you imagine? No, my, oh my god! No. My Has he would, watched oh, any of it? No. no. Oh, yeah. you can't think of something he my dad like would like less. He doesn't like anything crude or oh, yeah. surprisingly. Yeah. Given my dad swears all the time. Yeah, I was going to say like some of the physical comedy he might no. find funny. No, no, no. He would hate it. He would be oh like, "What god. the fuck is this?" Oh yeah, he would absolutely hate it. Okay, Rebecca, I think I you, found... you've watched you've watched all three, right, Becca? I think I've seen them all except Jackass three. Oh. Yeah, yeah, we're gonna rewatch. We rewatched. That's another thing we did during the p- pandemic. Is we rewatched the, the TV the show. show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was really good. But then the the movies get quite a bit more extreme than the, the yes, first movie's are. really good. Jackass two. Even I was like, oh, I don't remember it being this insane. Well, there's like, like the horse really... cum in Jackass two, right? When he yeah. when Chris Pontius drinks the horse cum. The worst one for me is the paper cuts. Oh, I those don't are, like that's that. that's like I think we most people's that. least favorite. Yeah, yeah. I, that Where, one never. Really especially the paper me. cut through the on like the webbing yeah. of the fingers. Yeah. That's and what like, I remember. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it's in one of the movies or if it's a uh, uh, in the episode, but there's one where they do the ball sack bookmark. Do you remember? Oh, they like squeeze it between a book. It might have been. It might have been like Jackass two point five or something, right? Um, yeah, I one don't of those ones. That one. But they literally get like a dictionary sized book, open it up, put I don't know whose balls they put in there. It might have been uh, it might have been Aaron's um, and they slam the book shut on his nuts. And it's just like, I, uh, I can't. It, it's uh. well, the new Aaron one, was, the trailer for the new one, Francis and Ganu is punching yeah. Aaron in the, <laughs> in the dick. dick. I just like, I'm can't so even excited for that. that. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Ugh. Aaron does a lot of the genital stuff, right? Yeah, maybe his dick doesn't work or he just doesn't care. He gets maybe kicked, he's got like a uh, horse in, situation going in on. In Jackass there. 3, he gets uh well, you haven't seen it, Becca, but he does uh pin the tail on the donkey with a real donkey. Uh and he's wearing like a uh cup and jock strap and he gets kicked in the dick by a donkey. <laughs> like what's he doing to the donkey? He's got like a like a tail that's not he's not gonna actually like pin it on. Okay. But he's like it's not like he's gonna like cruelty. it's got like no, it's got some something sticky on it that's not gonna but like nothing that's gonna like damage the Okay, okay. The donkey and, and he never actually I don't think it's close enough to actually put it on either because the donkey can like or the mule or whatever can like tell that he's right behind him. And I think the first time it kicks him right on the thigh, and he just has this like hoof mark on his thigh and they make him do it again. And he is shaking. I mean, you just, you oh. should watch Jackass three before we go, we go see that. Yeah. We're oh, going we to watch it. But he gets, up. I mean, he gets kicked just square in the, in the dick. And it's, I mean, it's incredible. It's, um, it's so good. I think and I he, found the I think I found the American Pie guy. Sorry, okay. you want yeah. you had another point about. Well, Jackass. I was going to say the other the other Jackass stuff that's like too much for me sometimes is like the 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 cum drinking was like well, that's fine like whatever, but like it's when they do like um, I think it was the sweatsuit cocktail where it, this might be in three as well, but where they have Preston wrap himself in plastic and then get on an exercise bike in like a really hot room. And then I think Steve-O drinks his sweat and just starts oh. puking. And he pukes so much. I think that. Oh. That's I don't like the puke stuff. Bottom three for Obviously, me. Yeah. As you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. anyway, I'm so excited for Jackass 4. So I don't, I mean, we'll see if this, if you guys agree, but this guy kind of seems like an American pie guy. And we'll, we'll get into our okay. social media updates after this, but this is, American Pie presents. If you like those, you will like this. I mean, given they're all American Pie, sure, that yeah, makes sense. It's from Destroyer W O D. Okay. Let's be honest. Not everybody that liked American Pie liked the presents line. Lots of people hated them. I was one of those that did like them a lot, especially Beta House. 
Yes, it's stupid, obnoxious, and irrealist. But who cares? It's a movie. Irrealist is most certainly not a word. Uh, I-R-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. Does he mean like surreal? Mm, I, I don't. Just like doesn't Unre- reflect. I think he's trying to say unrealistic. Unrealistic. unrealistic yeah. oh How old God. do you think this guy is? I'm What's not your- done yet. Oh, okay. he could be either 18 or 45. I think, I think much. Yeah. Yeah. I okay. So yes, end. it's stupid, obnoxious, and a realist. But who cares? It's a movie! Exclamation point! Exclamation point! This one kind of changes the sauce with women as lead. I feared it would go too much into the matriarchal and social justice warrior nonsense. But no, it's just American pie with dot, dot, dot women, the raunchiness, (laughs) the nonsense. I love the trash. All of it is still there. Sure. If you want to be realistic, all of those women, including the quote chubby one could get laid anytime they want. But the movie is not about it. It's clear. It's about them getting what they want. Only one of them is a virgin. And it's because she wants to do it with the guy she loves. I really had a good time, and I do think the mer- the movie worked well for what it wanted to do. Okay. It's crazy it took that long to have another presents. I really enjoyed the 2010s when those movies were coming every th- two to three years. I really wish they would do another one quick. It does not need to be a masterpiece. I just enjoy raunchy comedies and a good time, and those movies are that. That's a that's a curveball because it really did seem like it was leading up to him being like, oh, like American Pie has gone woke and it's like ruined the franchise. That's what he, but he was worried about. Yeah, but, nope. but then he liked it. Yeah, I, but it he still almost, had very weird opinions about it. Obviously, so it almost feels unfair that this one has no nudity because, like, why aren't there are people hanging dong and stuff. If I all agree. the other ones have well, breasts. And- yeah. Movies and TV, like HBO shows do that all the time now. Like righteous gemstones, just like a dong in every episode. And it's great. Yeah. So why they're all of a sudden like, Oh, the main, the main cast is women. So no nudity. That doesn't feel fair. Yeah. yeah. There should have been some dong in it for sure. Bullshit. Yeah. I agree. Speaking of putting dong in it, let's move on to our social media <laughs> update. Nice. That was good. What a good segue. Boy, was it smooth. Stefan and John are going to bring you the news. Prepare for a feast of rarefied takes. Terrible tweets from verified greats. They'll bring their personal feed to you with an update on their social, social, social media. Didn't mean anything, but it sounded real good. Becca, we always like to start with the guest. What is going on on your social media? <sighs> I had a few things. I wasn't sure what I was going to talk about, but. I think I will share a cautionary tale Ooh. that I learned uh, recently at work about how your Gmail is linked to your Google search history, Ah, um, which I didn't know. Um, I usually will search in incognito mode anyways, and for whatever reason, on this day I didn't. And uh, one of the things I was looking up it was before Christmas, and I was going to get John a gag gift. Have you heard she of- She was going to gag me. Yeah. <laughs> Have you heard of this um, Shreddy's fart-proof underwear? Okay, come on. <laughs> what? It was just, I said, it's a gag gift. And I was looking into getting it for John. It like I have a- IBS. You have to do this in front of all okay. the people who listen to this show. You talk about having IBS on the show every week. <sighs> Anyways. This sounds like so- it could really help you, John. So there's this underwear that, like, I don't know, it has carbon <laughs> filters in it. It's supposed to filter the smell of farts. Yeah. I-, I was looking for a little something to add to his gift. So I was like, whatever, I'll get it as a joke. So I'm Googling 
fart underwear. I'm Googling, does fart underwear work? I'm Googling shreddies. I'm Googling everything to the, see The it. brand is called shreddies, just Shred, to be clear. Yeah. Not, not the cereal. Also just yeah. Googling cereal some, at the same time. It's some UK <laughs> company, like... So the shipping was insane. Once you converted it from pounds to Canadian, it was insane. So I'm Googling Canadian fart underwear. Like I'm <laughs> and um, at work at the same time, we were working on a joint project and we were using like Google documents to work on the project. So I was logged into my own Gmail at work. And then um, somebody asked me to Google something and they came over my shoulder, over to my desk. Oh, no. And the first thing I type into the Google search bar, it drops down my history and it's just like fart underwear, Canadian <laughs> fart underwear. Does fart <laughs> underwear work? Like, And I, I like the smart thing to have done, like I should have just been like, oh, this was going to be a gag gift for my fiance. I should yeah, have yeah. just explained it. But I was just so shocked in the moment. I was just like, I don't know what that is. I was just like, that's so (laughs) weird. Oh, no. (laughs) So now, not not only do they think I'm Googling that, but they think I'm Googling it at work. And, like, I wasn't Googling it at work. And they think it's, like, a fetish thing, possibly. Probably. Oh, I've never heard of this before. Or they think I was Googling it because I want to, like, rip nasty farts at work. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. So now... Anytime, like, my stomach gurgles or, like, growls at work, because we're, like, a bunch of us shoved into a couple small cubicles, I'm, like, they think I'm, like, ripping farts into fart underwear just because, like, my stomach's growling. So, anyways, my my social media update is be aware that your Gmail links to your Google search history and don't log Mm -hmm. into your Gmail at work. Incredible. I mean, that's great advice. Um (laughs) I mean, you've told me this story before, but it's still very funny to me because I That's, can just imagine you in this situation like you would not have handled it well. I and literally like was like, didn't. I was literally like, what is that search history? What does that mean? And oh, then they might no. have not even looked at it. They like, you did all- because we it was it was up for way too long for them to have not seen it. And it just dropped down and like a word like fart would catch your eye. That's going like, to catch your eye for sure. And the like, rest you- of the search history was normal. It was like cinnamon bun recipe. And, yeah. And then it was <laughs> just like fart underwear. Yeah. Canadian fart underwear. Canadian fart Canadian, underwear. That's so funny. Does fart underwear work? Like, oh, my God. Anyways, I didn't get it for John, but. I have to. I mean, maybe you you still could, right? Does it wait? Does it work? I don't know. The reviews are okay. People said that they were way too tight because I guess it has to be tight to keep the farts to keep to seal the farts in. Yeah, Yeah. it's like an N95 mask. I don't think John would actually wear it. I got a big wagon. If they're they're tight on like a regular person, it might be a problem for me. Yeah, but they started making pajama bottoms that are like fart resistant. But it's just, it's so much money once you convert it and pay for the shipping to Canada. So I don't think, even as a gag gift, I don't think it's worth it. Oh my God. Yeah, it was like 80 bucks or something, right? 80 pounds. And then to ship it here was like 60 pounds. So once you convert- Like one pair of the underwear was 80 pounds? The the pajama bottoms. Holy fuck. Good Lord. So once you convert it, it was going to be like 200 bucks. I was like, okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's not happening. This is not even worth No. What? what, Why won't the government step in and subsidize this fart underwear for people who have problems? It must be patented and like they can't sell it here or something. But anyways, now everyone I work with at my new job thinks I'm a freak. (laughs) Well, they probably already thought that anyway. Stefan, what's going on in your social media? Uh, Well, yesterday, I mean, I tweeted about this, so it's technically social media. Yesterday, uh, we got a new cat. For a brief period of time. (laughs) 
Yeah, uh, what? Yeah, explain Carl. this. Carl, yeah. So we heard, uh, and hey, if Carl's owner or any any friends of Carl's owner, if you listen to this, let us know. I, you know, I tweeted it out. I was wondering maybe someone, it's possible that someone knows, you know? And my old apartment, uh, one of our neighbors on the floor, like listened to the show and watched the stream. I found out after, like afterwards, I think. <laughs> um, so it's possible. But uh, we heard a cat meowing out in the hallway. And so we went outside and so did our neighbor and one of our other neighbors. And there's just this little black and white tuxedo cat just kind of wandering around meowing at the doors. Doesn't really like looks it's lost. Obviously it's not supposed to be in a hallway. Um, and we're like, well, does anyone know who this is? No one knew whose cat it was. So we're like, okay, well we can, we open it. When we opened our door, he ran into our apartment like right away. Right. Uh, and we're like, okay, well, I, I guess we'll watch him. You know, we texted, uh, the property manager, um, and then we, we put up like a, like a note down in the lobby, you know, with a uh, phone number and we've got, Hey, we, we've got your cat in, in our unit or whatever. Yeah. Um, He's being held at gunpoint, but yeah. Um, but it was just like, it was, it was a nice little, uh, Saturday afternoon adventure, you know, um, we had to put Kiki in the bedroom, unfortunately, because she was not, it was also kind of nice. Cause it's almost like a test run to like, see yeah. like, could we get a cat? And the answer right now is a resounding no. <laughs> I still wonder if we got a kitten and did like the the way where um, you're supposed to like socialize the cat. So we would basically yeah. keep the kitten in our bedroom for like two or three weeks and it would like live in there essentially. And like Kiki would just sort of like sniff it through the door and they'd kind of get to know each other that way. Like there are ways to socialize the animals. And I do sort of feel on some level she might be okay with like a little baby kitten. Carl, the cat, uh, was probably like a year and a half, very hyperactive. Kiki just hissed at him. Um, but yeah, we just like hung out with him for like three hours basically. And then I guess, uh, the owner, uh, got home or realized like, oh, the cat's not there. Um, and what had happened was he had gone out to, I think, get coffee or something. And I think walked one way down the hallway and the cat just like snuck out behind him and they're so quiet. Right. And he probably had his headphones in or something. Um, and so this cat's just like wandering around, doesn't know what's going on, but it was, it was nice. It was, it was a very, it's, it was, you know, it's a cat. It's like the same as Kiki basically, but, <laughs> um, no, it was a, it was a fun little adventure. And then, yeah, we found out afterwards his name was Carl, which I think is a, I mean, Carl and Kiki, right. Carl. It, it would have been perfect. Did, did Carl end up living on your floor or was yeah, he from a Yeah, because our floors floor? are like, you, you have to like, you can't really access the other floors. Right. Um. So he lived kind of the other end of the hallway. So he walked all the way down to ours. But And you said he like made himself at home. Like he used the little Oh, he came in and he started scratching the scratching post and then <laughs> the couch right afterwards. And then he took a big shit in the litter box. Um, but he was kind of confused by it because we have one of those like, the automatic litter boxes that like sweeps up the, so when it started like moving around and like making noise, he was a little freaked out. Um, but yeah, I mean, he just like sat around basically. We, we had the cat feather toy. We were playing with that. You know what? More athletic than Kiki. Kiki has a bit of a shoulder issue, so she can't really like fully jump. Uh, and this cat was jumping like four feet in the air, just like hauling ass. So, you know, Kiki don't, I hope you're not listening to this, (laughs) but (laughs) I'll keep an eye out for Carl because I'm going to be babysitting Kiki soon. That's right. Yeah. And is John, are you going to come over too? 
He doesn't. Yeah, maybe. He doesn't we'll usually. Well, I can't. I went over the last yeah, time. time. You that's just because we were on our way to and something the, when I, I was babysitting. Kiki. Yeah, so yeah we'll we have good times, me and Kiki. And yeah, thank you again fun. for uh, oh, for watching. So, yeah. um, just reading some more American Pie reviews here. <laughs> Is that your social media? No. Thing? Yes, American Pie introduced woke vocab meant to lecture okay. men. Oh god, yeah. two there out of go. ten. To be honest, this lacked fun and raunchiness. But where are the boobs and sex? <laughs> Where are the boobs? Where are the boobs and sex? Where are the dongs? This is great. No. Do- oh, by the <laughs> way, the person's name, the previous one was Dark Lord Mark. Uh, this one is no. <laughs> dot, 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 dot. From Rare Pepperonis. Six minutes is how long I lasted watching this. So cringe-inducing, I can't go on. Already got meta messages for safe sex and sexual harassment. I get it's an important message, but this is American Pie. Is the is the name rare pepperonis? Is that like a pun on rare pepes? I think Maybe. it is. Yeah, is because a, it, yeah. it is spelled like uh, Pepe. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have the yeah. extra p. God, John, uh, what's going on your social media? that's not American Pie related. So yeah, pretty good. Uh, I thought that was really good. Those are are really good. The like, I loved the. Um, yeah, I love that part. I get it's an important message, but this is American Pie. <laughs> Don't tell me about safe sex. <laughs> I want everyone on American Pie to be hitting it fucking raw the way God intended. My social media update was making the rounds this week. Very funny, I have to say. Just, you know, one of those things, Stefan, you know, this is more your wheelhouse because it's about brands, uh, brands online. Uh, But this is just, to me, speaking of, you know, being woke, sometimes I think we can agree goes a little too far. You know, I'm always saying I'm trying to be a right wing (laughs) comedian now. Um, This is from uh, Sam Shaw. As we know, Meatloaf singer, anti-vax man died uh, last week of COVID. Or Meatload, if you saw a bunch of those tweets being retweeted. Some people were, yep, some people were saying Meatload. Was it actually from COVID? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. And he, he said a few months ago, like, well, if I die from COVID, I die from COVID. Yep. So he did. He did. Yeah. So this was from Sam Shaw, uh, and they tweeted out, sorry, but this is the greatest junk email I've ever received from Weber Grills. We have a Weber Grill yeah. in our, in, in our uh, home. Yeah, well, not good. in our home. I'm not an idiot. On our balcony. Please accept our apologies. Dear Sam, this morning you received our weekly recipe of the week email, which is sent to you every Friday. In today's email, we highlighted a grilled meatloaf recipe. At the time we shared this recipe with you, we were not aware of the unfortunate passing of American singer and actor, Mr. Marvin Lee Aday, also known as Meatloaf. We want to express our deepest apologies for this oversight and for any offense this email may have caused. We send our our condolences to Mr. Aday's family and fans. Thank you for understanding the Weber family. That's so funny because it's just like brands being ultra careful to the point where they make a big deal out of something that like no one would have noticed. Like first of all, no one's no one's reading those emails, right? Yeah. Like no one is going to notice that. What happened is that their social media manager or whoever was like, wait a second, we sent out the meatloaf thing today and meatloaf died. Someone's going to totally. be mad at us. Like literally, I guarantee no one would have fucking noticed that because no one is looking at emails from Weber Grill. Not even like barbecue pitmasters are looking at those emails. So it's just, yeah, I, I love it. 
It's great. I also love the idea of a grilled meatloaf. That sounds disgusting. Yeah, <laughs> that's another thing too. Like the recipe itself sounds <laughs> fucked up. Like I, I yeah. don't mind. I've had good meatloaf before. Like it is, but yeah. grilling it a, seems like- I'm not like... a big meatloaf guy, but yeah, the, it just seems like it's just a classic- this is the Weber grills recipe of the week where it's like, hey, we just take something and we fucking grill it. Yeah. Which is, you know, have you ever had uh, like grilled Caesar salad where it's like one big romaine leaf or whatever? Yes. We had good. it at your cottage. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. 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 yeah that's good. It's made it for like, us. So that, you know, yeah. you can grill stuff that's that maybe not normally like grillable. Yeah. yeah. But meatloaf, I, I'm just like, what would that even look like? Right. Yeah. A brick. Yeah. That's fucked. Anyway. Good update, John. Thank you. Trying my best out here. Uh, and speaking of good updates, let's move on to our block tale. What did you tweet? You brought receipts. Block tale. Woo. No longer can see the post. It's a block tale. Woo. You probably deserved it. It's a block tale. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to try to keep this concise because there's a lot of components to well, what led to the block. Okay. Be as, be as verbose as you like. My block is my ex's ex. And that sounds like a song. Yeah. Like, uh, it probably is a country my song. My ex's ex by Morgan Wallen. So I, I'm not a big fan of calling women crazy. Because I feel like a lot of the times it's just used to call women who are just like having a normal human reaction to someone doing something shitty to them. But she was crazy. (laughs) And um, I didn't realize it right away when I started dating my ex. But it started with little things. So she, um, when they broke up, she owed him like two grand. For, I don't know, he paid her rent for a couple months or something before they broke up. And so it started with her using, like, owing him money as a way to see him. So she would say, like, okay, I'll pay you $200 at a time, but you have to come visit me at work. So she was a bartender. She's like, you have to come visit me at work, and I'll give you $200 each time you come. It was like a way so she could still keep him in her life. Um, and we were like early twenties, like broke, like $2,000 was a lot of money and he wasn't really willing to let that go. So he'd have to go like visit her and like hang out at work to get like $200 at a time until they're all paid up. So that was one of the first weird things. And then, um, we were moving in together and having trouble finding a place. And she had posted on Facebook, that her place was coming up and that it was a good deal and it was a really nice apartment and did she know anyone who was looking for a place? So didn't know she was crazy at the time and we ended up moving into her old apartment. So she knew where we lived is is the first thing you need to know. Um, But between her moving out and us moving in, she started doing some like creepy stuff. Um, So when we moved in, we got the locks changed and all that kind of jazz. We let the landlord know. And uh, one day I look out back, you can see the parking lot. And she's sitting in a car staring at our apartment. And then, so he, he would like, I, he wasn't home at the time. He like traveled a lot for work. Was the money paid off at this point? Yeah. So the first thing is the money, he 
visited her enough to get the money paid off. So that was just like step one of her trying to like control keeping him in her life. Right. And then she would she would be like I could see her in the back parking lot sometimes and I would text him and like it got to a point where I was just like you have to text her and you have to tell her to stop parking there because it's creepy. And like we don't know what she's doing. She's just like staring at our apartment. And so anyways, he asked her about it. And she was just like, oh, it's just like, I know that there's free parking back there. So when I'm in the neighborhood, I don't want to pay for parking. But she would just be sitting in her car. Like, you could look an hour <laughs> later, she'd be still in her car. So that's another weird thing that she did. And then it started getting a lot more personal. So she had, like, she had a Twitter that was public. And she would start tweeting things out into her feed, not adding us but tweeting things in response to stuff that we would be posting online. So like, and it, it got progressively more jealous. So like we'd post a photo of us on Instagram, like going to the keg and her tweet an hour later would be like, imagine liking the keg, send tweet. <laughs> and like, so she, she wasn't tagging us, but it was like directly in response to things that would come up on our social media. Um, I'm trying to think of like other examples, like, you know, we'd go on a trip and she'd just be like, this place is a dumb place. And like, it was so weird. And like friends would send us tweets and be like, is she talking about you guys? Like, you guys just posted a photo from here. So anyways, it, it got kind of like from stalking us sort of by being in our parking lot to like stalking our social media and like thinking she was doing something by just replying to it out in the universe. And then... So I didn't have her blocked at this point, but then um, him and I went on a tropical vacation and these were the days where you would like get back from somewhere and post like a full album of Facebook photos publicly, yeah. whatever. My, my Facebook was public at the time and she had the audacity to comment on a photo of me in a bathing suit. We weren't Facebook friends, but the oh. pictures were public. And it was a photo of me in a bathing suit on a beach. And she said, I hope this is the before photo. Uh, what? <laughs> and I, like, that's not okay to say to anyone. No. Regardless of what they look like. But, like, I was, like, 100 pounds. Like, I was, like, <laughs> severely underweight at the time. And she was just like, I hope this is the before photo. And so that was, like, that oh was the, the boundary where I was just like, okay, we need to block her. Did you, talk, did you talk to her? Like, did you clap back at all? Or you were just like, no, no just I just like, block. I deleted the comment and I like told him he has to block her. I blocked her. And the friends would tell us that like the tweets out, like tweets about things we were doing continued for a while. But then I think she got, she got pregnant with someone else and like kind of <sighs> fell off and stopped caring so much about his life. But um, Yeah. That's my block story. Oh, Just my God. Like, that's uh, nuts. My ex's ex kind of obsessed with our lives for a wow. period of time. Damn. Wow. I don't think I've any ever had anyone care. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. We would break up and they'd be like, great. I don't need to see you again ever. So that's cool. Yeah. Oh, my God. Frig. Yeah, that's it wild. Was, it was really weird. But then, so after the blocking, did she ever pop back up in your life again? Or did she kind of get the hint or you just didn't really know because you didn't see any of her shit? Well, she she did pop up in small ways because oh, I don't know if I've, I can't remember what my previous block stories were on here, but. 
You talked about the guy who was in your DMs. Oh, the married guy. Mm-hmm. guy no, yeah. okay. So my ex was a songwriter. Um, so he traveled a lot for work. And she just like, she had no musical inclination at all. And she just decided at one point that she was going to be a songwriter. So then she started trying to book sessions with like, and she couldn't sing. She couldn't play an instrument. She just decided like, I don't know. She was like modeling her life after his life or something. Um, So she came up a few times because she reached out to his like music contacts to be like, hey, we should do like a songwriting session together. So then, of course, they'd message him, be like, who is this? Like, do you know her? Like she says she knows you kind of thing. So that happened for a few years, but I have no idea where she is. I I think at one point she had a kid and that's kind of when we stopped hearing about her. Um, So she obviously put her attention somewhere else, but um, it was truly a wild couple of years. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Stefan, have you ever had a weird ex situation no. like that? No, or an ex nothing is like ex. That. Well, no. ex is ex. Yeah. I'm trying to think of that too. Like I No, nothing like that. Like I've t- I I think well, Becca, you know this. I don't think I've talked about it on the pod before, but like the only thing I can even really think of, and it's a good story, is like I dated a girl uh for a while and her ex, she was originally from Alberta, and so was her ex, and they they planned to move to Vancouver, both of them. So like when they started dating, they both knew that they wanted to move to Vancouver and that was in both of their plans. And then they ended up breaking up before. So they talked about like, Oh, we'll move to Vancouver. We'll get a place together. And then they both broke up. So, or sorry, well, obviously they broke up and then they both still wanted to move to Vancouver. So they both did like around the same time, independent of each other. And they were still good friends and he hung out with us all the time and he was like a good dude. And then me and the girl broke up and me and him kept hanging out. We would like go to shows together and we like yeah. became friends. That rocks. So well, that's, that, nice. that's like really kind of the only like I'm I don't think I've ever really dated anyone that has like a like a bizarre ex in the picture. Like, yeah. I don't. I can't yeah, nothing think like that. that. I can't think. Wow. Well, so, I mean, certainly nothing. No. Like that, yeah. But yeah. Wow. Wild. All, all right. right. Well, great, great job, Becca. Great, uh, great block tail. And we have a great one from a listener too. This is Stefan. I'll say we've done 166 episodes of the show. Not often that I would describe a block tail on the show as cute. Okay. Uh, I'm, but this I'm, is, I'm this is what I would say is a cute block tail. Okay? okay. So this one comes in from Colin. Hello, blocked boys. I started listening to block party during quarantine as a member of the Davy Navy. Tuning in for David Roth and other defector or deadspin adjacent guest episodes. I didn't know that David Roth's fans were the Davy Navy. Yes, they are. Okay, well, there we go. Uh, It didn't take long to subscribe and quickly block party earned its place into my list of essential pods to get through each week. Thank you, Colin. Very nice. Every morning, I take my two daughters who are two and four years old to daycare. And on many mornings, I will throw on a podcast for the ride. I keep the volume low and to the front of the car, and it's usually just a bunch of dudes talking, so I figure that they aren't really listening in. This morning, I had the podcast on in the background, and the theme song came on. The four-year-old started singing along <laughs> and knew way too many words of the song, including very, very clearly, very clearly, quote, tweeted a duck. After the theme finished, she asked me to play it again. Then the two-year-old joined in and asked to play it again, then again, then again. After 10 replays of the theme song, we finally got to daycare. 
I love the theme song, but not enough to replay it 15 times each morning on the way to daycare. But more importantly, this was a wake up call for me that the girls are listening to whatever podcasts I'm playing each morning. I think it's time for me to block the pod from playing in the mornings before irreparable damage is done and the girls start pronouncing Deckel like you all do. All the best, Colin from Delaware. Uh, that's uh, so good. That, I think that's one of the best we've ever gotten. I know. Isn't it so funny? Cute. It just yeah. made me laugh. And yeah, I, I, it made me laugh in the moment because I'm like, oh, that's so cute and nice. They're two and four and they're singing the theme song and I'm just picturing them in their car seats having a good time. And then I'm like, oh, no, they listen <laughs> to the whole podcast. Did we tell have we like, told LB about this yet? No, I haven't told him yet, but okay. I he will. should do like a nursery rhyme version of the theme song <laughs> for his kids. For <laughs> that, those would, kids. that would rock. <laughs> yeah, LB, you're, you're about to be contracted out, my friend. <laughs> uh, if you want to send in a listener block, you can do so at blocked at blockparty.com or you can fill out the form on our website. Uh, if you want to donate to the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash block party, where $5 a month gets you access to three bonus episodes every single month. Uh, this week, we've got a double bonus episode coming out. Uh, we've got the VOD from our cameo live show that we just did uh, on Friday with Josh Gondelman. Uh, it was it was great. He was a late fill in for Alex Goldman. We watched every cameo we've ever bought for the show. Uh, and it was a really good time. And uh, we also have a, a Canadian education episode coming out this week with our friend Claire McNear. Uh, of course, she's uh, been in the news lately as uh, a Jeopardy expert. Uh, she writes for The Ringer. And we thought, who better to review Canada's smartest person with us? Um, and no, that's not just a person. That's the name of a show. Uh, and we got Claire to watch an episode with us and it was really funny. So, uh, yeah, that'll be both, both of those will be coming out this week. So you can check that out. We also have the hundred dollar club where you can get Stefan and myself to do a cameo for you. Uh, we've got a super secret discord, a, a bunch of other stuff going on and, uh, it's going to be great. And we have sweeps month coming up. So, uh, we're going to have uh, a bunch of, uh, great guests on the show all throughout February. Uh, you're going to love it. So head on over to Patreon, check all of that out. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at block party pod. And if you like the show, Hey, just tell a friend, maybe they're in the Davy Navy too. Who knows? Uh, so Becca, we're here at the end of the show. And of course, you know, we finish every show off with a top three, three, two, one. Three, two, one. Uno, 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 Which one did you decide on? You and I were mulling this over yesterday. Where, where, where are you going? Well, you weren't sure if you guys had done something similar, but my idea was um, your top three games from gym class that were not sports. Like, what games did you like playing in gym Ooh, other than okay. just, like, floor hockey? Did we ever do this soccer? before, Stefan? I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't think so, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we can do it. Uh, okay, so, Becca, you're number three. Okay. I wouldn't say this is my number three because it was good. It's more just, like, very memorable because it was kind of fucked up. Um, in grade nine gym class, so grade nine, you're, like, whatever, 14, 15, uh, our gym teacher had this running bit, but it was really just like a bit with herself where she would pretend she was going into the storage room. She was the only one allowed in the storage room. So if we we're playing basketball or soccer or whatever, she's the one going in to get all the supplies and bring them out. So she'd go in, pretend she was grabbing like basketballs or something. And then she would come out with a pickleball paddle, like a big wooden paddle. And she called the game whack a tag. 
She was the only one who was ever allowed to be it. Mm. And she would chase us around the gym and spank us on our asses. What? And like looking back, like at the time, <laughs> we were just like, oh, crazy old Miss. Um, she's like a middle-aged, like maybe 55-year-old woman. And like, so she would like be rummaging around and then she would just like appear with a paddle, a uh, pickleball paddle and be like, whack a tag. And then she would chase us around the gym and like once your bottom got spanked by the teacher, you could not play anymore and you were just out. But no one else ever became it. It was just like what a game fuck? she invented to like spank a bunch of teenagers. I don't know. It's, <laughs> it's a lot to unpack. Oh, my God. Well, mine is four square. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Was that mine is actually four square. Which was I, that I guess a gym is, game, though, or a recess game? Um, we would go outside. You go outside it occasionally, gym, though. I yeah. Think, yeah, yeah. So it was it was a, a bit of both, but yeah, I mean that was a, I forget how to play it now, but like I feel like we had a lot of fun playing that game. Um, what was the? It, how did it go a, again? You're like everyone stands, there's four people and they stand on like a corner of each square, I guess. Right. And you're trying to like yeah. bounce. I think you're trying to bounce, bounce it through their past, square and out yeah, and out yeah. past. And there, so, yeah. 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 I think that's basically it. And you get points for, for, I think if you're, if you let one go past, you're just out maybe. I don't know. There's probably various ways of playing it, but yeah. I, um, yeah. I don't think we ever really played it that often. Yeah. But. That's my number three. It's more, I guess it's more of a recess game than a gym game potentially, but I, I'll allow it. John. <laughs> Uh, my number three, so I had this one PE teacher in grade nine, and he would go into the storage room. Oh, my God. And, uh, he Same. Would, <laughs> he would come out with his pants down, and he'd be like, oh boys, it's God, time guys. to go to Hogtown. You guys are uh, making me feel like I shouldn't have told that story. Why? Because it's fucked up. I mean, it is pretty fucked up. It is. But it's also I think like. she just thought it was funny. Yeah. Because yeah. we'd I mean, all be It sounds very innocent to me. It we'd just, all be expecting yeah. like basketball and then she'd be like, whack a tag. It just does feel very much like a 20 years ago. I don't like, think you no could do one, that now. No one would have given that a second thought. Whereas, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's more what it is. I don't actually think it, there was any <laughs> malicious intent from your teacher. But um, no, my number three is. Uh, I think I just uh, I'm gonna go with an old an old classic octopus tag. Oh, love octopus. Yeah, um, which is if you never played before, you you line up along the gym wall. You you have a couple people who are octopi, uh, and then you're trying to get past them to get to the other gym wall. And if you get tagged, you become seaweed. Uh, so you have to stand there and you try and uh, you know you try and get the people as they're going by as well. And so then of course if a seaweed tags you, you kind of end up right beside them. So you end up with these clusters of seaweed around the gym, and it's uh, yeah, very fun. I love that. Very that was fun a classic. Experience. Yeah. So yeah, that's my uh, that's my number three. Becca, your number two. My number two. I don't know if this was something we made up or if you guys had this too, but we call it pins. And we had um, like running batons and you would line them up on along the back edge of the gym. So there'd be two teams and you'd line up the pins like each team would have, say, five pins. You'd line them up at the back of the gym and then you'd have like goalies for each of the pins. So someone standing in front of each of the five pins and then you'd have dodgeball balls and you'd whip it to the other side of the gym against the team that you were facing to try to knock over the pins and the team that knocked over all the pins first won. So I loved 
like I played um I was a goalie in soccer, so I like loved playing this game. I thought I was so good at guarding the pins and it was a very satisfying game. I think we played something yeah, similar. We have, there's a similar game they still play in gym classes like that I've substituted in and that kind of thing. Yeah. That's a, that's a good choice. Great choice. Um, Stefan, you're too. I, I don't know if this is like, I mean, it's just like, I can't think of a specific game for it, but like the little like pl- plastic, like wheelie platforms or whatever. Oh, scooter. Right? the scooters. Little scooter yeah. things. Like, I think you'd usually play some form of like handball or something, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But like, it's not like a sport really, but um, anytime those got broken out. I mean, that was so much I was fun. literally going to say those are like an honorable mention for me because yeah. sort of same thing. I don't know that there was any specific game we played with them, but any time the scooters around. were coming out, you're like, oh, yeah. this is going to be a good day. Yeah. Nothing hurts more than one of those going over your fingers. Oh my oh. God. Yeah. Yeah. I can still feel it. Yeah. Yeah. Bad. John. Uh, number two for me was the, uh, anything really that involved the parachute. Uh, you yeah. know, you'd obviously yeah. bring out the parachute. I almost consider that more of a one. summer camp thing, but like, yeah, they, they definitely still did do it. In, oh, in we gym did that class. in gym a lot. Yeah. That and was that, like the reward. If you're yeah, good. Totally. And the one game I really remember is you'd put like a ball or a couple balls onto the parachute and you'd try to prevent mm-hmm. them from going through the middle hole. Yeah. yeah. So you'd be all, everybody'd be, you know, and you'd get mad at the other kids. Like you're not shaking it hard enough. And especially when you had like five or six balls in there and you're trying to keep them from going down the hole. It was, uh, yeah, it was pretty awesome. And yeah, like you said, Becca, it was honest. It was it was definitely pitched to us like a treat. It was like, oh, if you could get if you could get parachute time, that was like a big moment. So, yeah, that's my number two. I Becca. also loved the like you put it up over your head and sit yes. underneath it and it would like slowly. I yeah. don't know why that was so cool. Oh, yeah, we so did cool. all that kind of stuff. Um, my number two or sorry, my number one, right? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Grounders. Was that a universal game? Did you play yeah, Grounders? Grounders. What, what, so, I know the name. So what is this? So I actually, I vaguely remembered it and I had to Google exactly the rules before because I knew this was going to be my top three. So it's a variation of tag basically where you're on, you're playing on a playground mm-hmm. oh. and the person who is it has their eyes closed. And so they can hear you kind of rummaging around the playground, and they, which in hindsight sounds so dangerous. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, and they can hear you kind of rummaging around the playground. And then if you, as the person who's being pursued, jump off the playground onto the ground to get to a different part of the playground, and they call grounders while you're on the ground, you become it. So it's basically like tag confined to a small playground space but the person who's its eyes are closed and when i was googling this to try to remember the rules there was a lawsuit in bc about this game because a kid got seriously injured running around the playground with their eyes closed and oh they, i guess God. they like fell and hit their head oh. yeah and so the family sued the school for letting this game happen during gym. And according to what I Googled, they lost. And it was determined that this is a normal game to play. And the school wasn't at fault. I oh remember one game we played like that. We only <laughs> only one time ever in my whole elementary school career, the teacher called it vampire. And you turned out the lights in the gym. Oh God! So as you can imagine, in a gym, it's there's no windows. There, yeah. It's pitch black one kid or maybe it was like two or three i don't remember were the quote-unquote vampire 
And so what you would do is they would, you'd run around, not run. You're supposed to walk. The teachers were very much like, keep your hands in front of you, out in front of you so that if there's a wall or another kid or whatever, you have your hands out. And then it was almost kind of like wink murder where if someone touched you, you would say like, are you the vampire? And then if they said yes, you had to scream <laughs> and, and be like, oh no, like I got caught. And so then the person was supposed to like, other people were supposed to catch, like we're supposed to grab some and be like, you're the vampire or whatever. And then if you were wrong or something, I can't remember the exact rules, but all I know is it was kids walking around in the dark, groping each other. <laughs> Yes, screaming. And then one kid walked into the wall and lost two of his teeth. <laughs> no. And then we never played again. Yeah. God. Which is uh, like, seems yeah. impossible to walk into a wall, but yeah. Anyway. If it's that dark, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Um, this is this is maybe more of a recess game, but I do recall playing it a couple times in gym when it was kind of like the gym teacher would be like, okay, you guys play a game you want to play, basically. Um, and it's uh, it's called Cheap Skates. I think I've talked about it on here before. It's also called red ass. Oh, red um, ass rocks. But it's just a, it's a tennis ball and a wall. And that's all you need. Uh, and essentially, you're taking turns throwing a tennis ball at the wall. I think you have to throw it so it hits the wall directly. It can't yep. hit the ground first. Nope. And then it bounces off the wall. And you're trying to get it like to hit the ground, basically. Because if someone catches it, you have to run and hit the wall before they throw the ball at the wall. And if they hit, hit the wall with the ball first, before you touch it, you have to stand up against the wall, <laughs> turned around, and then you get to huck the tennis ball at you as hard as possible. Yeah. I think we did have that, but we called it jackass. That's yeah, fair. I think we, that yeah. one has so many names. We call like, it I'm red sure ass. In, in the Discord, we're going to get all sorts of different versions. Of, well, and I of can also remember that, the teachers would say, like, you can't say ass. And so we'd call it red butt when the teachers <laughs> yeah. were around and then red yeah. ass whenever they were gone. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Because if it if it bounced before it got to the wall, you also had to run and tag the wall. That was a rule, too. This sounds yeah, like, like a if game. you threw it and hit the ground first, yeah. then the wall. And then yeah. also if you fumbled it. So like if yes. you went to catch the ball and, and you fumbled like, it and you fumbled yeah. it, then you had to run and touch the wall. Yeah. We also played a variation where as you were running to the wall, you could also be pegged with the ball. Yeah, that we did that, too. Yeah. yeah. This sounds like great. a game you guys would play at your fantasy hockey weekend away. I mean, it, it's you pretty never close. know. You yeah. never know. It could be we've got deck ball, we've got roof ball or gutter ball. And uh, I mean, we're going to have a lot of space so. at this next one. So, yeah, the next place we're staying at is 13 acres. I, so, like, I, I think we could just play, oh we could God. just play football. Yeah. Yeah. We'll but see. We'll make happens. up a game too. Yeah. Uh, my number one is Dr. Dodgeball. Um, oh, I mm -hmm. forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I, oh. I just thought it was the sickest variation of Dodgeball. Oh, it, it is. Because yeah. you'd like, you'd have the, your big death scene and then you'd try to get the doctor to run out and then oh, they would have to so like stay at you and they're like trying not to get pegged. And the doctor would like have like bodyguards too. So you could yes. like, you'd be like defending the doctor and stuff. <laughs> yeah. And like, oh my Definitely God. the best variation of Dodgeball for sure. Yeah. Well, that or survival Dodgeball is also really good too. Where you, about that. that one gets chaos. So it's you, it's, you can go anywhere in the gym. It's every person for themselves. And you, um, you usually have like quite a few balls circulating six or seven balls. Mm -hmm. If you get hit with a ball, like dodgeball, you have to sit on the floor where you are. And then if you catch a ball, like if a ball's rolling on the ground and it rolls to you and you pick it up, you can throw it at someone who's standing. And if you hit them, they have to sit down and you can stand up. And so oh, it's like, okay. so it's just like a constantly, and then it's like last person alive wins. 
So it gets really chaotic. People are just whipping balls at each other all the time, sitting down, standing up, sitting down, standing up. It's like, it's very fun. Wow. But yeah, Dr. Dr. Balls probably. That was a great top three, Becca. Great top three. We love to think about the old days here on BP. Uh, Thank you so much, Becca, for joining us on the show. (laughs) Great to have you. Uh, Before we go, is there anything you'd like to plug? No, not really. But I would say um, I am doing a lot more art lately during the pandemic. And I've had a lot of people DMing me asking if they can buy art, which is very kind. Um, And I'm not at a point where I can sell it yet, but I'm hoping in the next month or so to start selling prints. So if that interests you at all, um, you can follow me on Instagram at not that Beck. And there's underscores between all those words, not underscore that underscore Beck. All right. There you go. So yeah, Becca's going to get into the art game. Uh, So yeah, definitely check it out. People can follow you on Twitter too, at Beck the girl. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, great. Well, thank you for being here. Um, You know, I'll see you. I'll see you you later. See you in a minute when we're done uh, in our own apartment. Uh, Thank you everybody for listening. Uh, We appreciate it. If you want to donate to the show, you can go to patreon.com slash block party. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at blocked party pod. We'll see you back here next week. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.